Welcome to the 2B1 Life Epic Journey Podcast. I'm Sonny Zentmeyer and along with my amazing bride, Cindy, we believe that God has created marriage for an epic and heroic journey. Every great adventure and expedition has a desire for victory, a strategic plan, and guides along the way. Everyone wants a marriage that wins. And we want to encourage you to live different, to love different, and to finish strong as we follow God's plan for oneness through the wilderness here on earth. We're so grateful you're here, and we believe that God will prompt you to discover His plan for your marriage as you live out your adventures together. Hey, everybody, and welcome to the Epic Journey Podcast. I'm Sonny, and I'm here with my amazing bride, Cindy. Hello, hello. And we're so glad that you've joined us. Hey, that today is something old and something new. That sounds familiar. A little <laughs> wedding uh, thing to it. Right. <laughs> So, so we just want to, we're so glad that you've joined us today, and we believe we are called to encourage you and speak life into your heart and into your marriage. And today we're going to share in a little more depth uh, from the book Mindset by Carol Dweck. Um, and so this book has been, has been pretty powerful. So we've discussed a few things about the mindset before, and we're going to go a little bit more into detail today. And we hope that along with God's word, you'll be encouraged and become even more aware of the power of your mindset in your life and in your relationships, and of course, especially in your marriage. So before we get too deep into it, let's pray. Let's pray. Hey, Lord, we just thank you for the invitation we thank you for those that are joining us. We just release the power of the Holy Spirit in this podcast and that you would have your way with us and that you would draw us close to you. We thank you again for those uh, joining us and ask a special blessing. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. Amen. Hey, so in the, in the very beginning of the book, she does a great job of explaining the two mindsets of fixed mindset versus the growth mindset. And this is what she writes. People that have a fixed mindset basically believe that their qualities are carved into stone. They either have it or they don't. And this creates an urgency to prove yourself over and over again. And we can be trained in this mindset even oh, from an early yeah, age. Yeah, even from an early age. And it's sometimes you've been thinking this way for so long and it's been impacting and influencing your life all along the way, but you haven't even realized it. That's right. Carol explains that this fixed mindset can force you into an all-consuming goal of proving yourself in the classroom, in your career, and in your relationships over and over and over ad nauseum. Because of the fixed mindset, the need to do this is always there. That sounds exhausting. It right? does sound exhausting. But I think that we can relate to having this feeling with certain areas of our life. Absolutely. You know, where we feel like we have to prove ourselves. We're not confident in that certain area or we're believing in a limitation. And so that's what we do. We just try to prove that we're okay, that we're good enough, that we're good enough, that we right. can do it. And so, but that's why this is so powerful. This gets me so excited because I know this is going to radically change some people's lives, some of your lives out there for the better. And I am so excited Amen. about that because yes. of what it's already been doing in us. Right. And so let's keep going. Yeah. So here's the really good news. There's another mindset called the growth mindset, and she describes it this way. There's another mindset in which these traits are not simply a hand you're dealt with that you have to live with. 
you always trying to convince yourself and others that you have a royal flush when you secretly are worried and have a belief system that it's only a pair of tens. Oh, that is such a great And maybe a pair way. of twos. That's a great explanation of that fixed mindset and yeah, how we can believe about ourselves. Right? Yeah. And then she explains, in this mindset, the hand you're dealt with is just the starting point for your development. This growth mindset is based on the belief that you ba that your basic qualities are things that you can cultivate through your efforts. Although people may differ in every which way, in their interests, in their talents, in their aptitudes, um, at, in their temperaments, Everyone can change and grow through application and experience. Ooh, that's so exciting. It's kind of like you think you have a pair of tens, but you can pick up another card. You have other chances, right, right? to you change can add the to deck, that. Yes, right? Yes, absolutely. So here's some great examples <clears throat> Excuse me. she gives to remind us of our great potential, even in the midst of failure and lack of talent, Initially, initially, Ooh, initially that's key. the key. Yeah. If you never let yourself go beyond the initial phases of talent, learning something new, starting a new habit or discipline, or a new skill, or even new words and thoughts, and trying again when you experience failure, then you're going to leave the opportunity for greatness behind. Oh, that's that's, that's what this mindset yeah. can do. And so you don't want your mindset to be what keeps you from God doing miracles and the impossible in your life. Your beliefs are lived out through your faith and through your mindset. So God expects us to grow and transform. And in Romans 12, 1 and 2, he says this. It's titled, A Living Sacrifice. Therefore, brothers, by the mercies of God, I urge you to present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. This is your spiritual worship. Do not be conformed to this age, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind so that you may discern what is the good pleasing and perfect will of God. Okay, that's so cool. At BibleAsk.org, it does a great job of explaining this. And so we'll put that link in the show notes. But the article states that in this verse, Paul appealed to the Christians to sanctify their bodies and to God. And it explains that the living sacrifice was the act commit to commit their minds and spiritual abilities to their creator. Think about that. God wants us to commit our minds and spiritual abilities to him. The article says that for true sanctification, setting yourself apart is the dedication of the whole being, body, mind, and soul. God doesn't just want you to say you believe, but he wants you to back it up with your heart, soul, mind, oh, and that's strength. That's so good. He wants you to back it up with the, all of you to act on your belief. And so the article continues and it says, this sanctification or setting apart leads to the total growth of the physical, mental, and spiritual powers until the soul reflects the image of God that man was originally created in. And, oh, and he refers to Colossians 3.10. Man, that means we're on a growth curve, right. right? Yes. So to a great extent, the state of the mind and soul relies upon the state of the body. Therefore, it's vital that the physical powers be kept in the best health. Any unhealthy practice or addiction that weakens the physical power makes it harder to develop mentally and spiritually. The devil knows that. And he targets his temptations to weaken 
the physical nature. The article continues and says, Paul realized the effects of Satan's evil work on the sinner, and he tried to call them out of their corrupting practices, and he refers to scriptures in Romans and Colossians about this. And then he tried to establish the new believers in lives of holiness, which he talks about in 1 Corinthians and 2 Corinthians. But the state of our mind, the mindset with which we live out our beliefs and faith is vital. It's vital to our spiritual growth. We've got to get a handle on this. What is the state of our mind and our physical bodies, right? That is so awesome. Our victories usually don't happen overnight. (laughs) Not overnight. And not only do they require endurance, but this is cool. They build endurance. Here are some of the great stories of faith that experienced God and achieved greatness eventually because of their beliefs and their growth mindset and their unwillingness to give in to a fixed way of thinking. So David, he believed he could defeat Uh, defeat a giant, and he did. Daniel did not waver in his worship of God, and he was protected in the lion's den. Nehemiah faced fierce opposition in the rebuilding of the wall of Jerusalem and didn't give up, persisted, and had success after 62 days. Gosh, it reminds me so much of the importance of standing firm in what God has called you to do. Right. Right? But these examples are also given in the book Mindset. She talks about Ben Hogan, one of the greatest golfers of all time, As a child, he was like really uncoordinated and graceless. And then she talked about um, a photographer named Cindy Sherman. And she said that she failed her first photography class, but she is like widely known as a great photographer now. And then she mentioned also an actress, her name is Geraldine Page. And she said she was advised to give up for lack of talent. And so all of these people became great at what they did because they didn't give up. That's right. And they were willing to grow. Yeah. We've heard the story of Michael Jordan, one of the greatest basketball players of all times, was cut from his high school basketball team as a sophomore. I, I find that so hard to believe. I know, right? <laughs> but because of his mindset, used that insult as fuel to drive him, and it pushed him through high school and onto the UNC Chapel Hill and then uh, onto the in, into the NBA. Of course, we know what happened from there. What is your mindset going to push you into? What are you going to use for fuel to do great things? Right? And so there's that mindset again. Mm -hmm. It is so pivotal. It can cause us to turn left or right or stop or go. Our mindset is so powerful. So he could have agreed with his coach and let it determine his future, but he didn't. And all of these people... They chose a growth mindset. They didn't give up. They didn't quit, but they pressed on. They picked themselves up, and they determined to believe for more. They they weren't willing to settle. And grow. Right. They the, were willing well, to they grow. They were willing to grow. Right. right? They were, yeah. yes. Right. So because of their belief and their mindset, they continue to grow and believe for more. God wants you to believe for more. You may have been told you weren't good enough. Hey, rejected or, or offended by someone you love, instructed to quit and stop what you're and stop wasting your time on that particular skill, that endeavor, or that person. Maybe a teacher or someone in your education or career path, or even your family, said words like this: "Give up. You'll never be any good." Or that's unrealistic for you. Do something else. Just quit. 
it's time to move on. Oof, those are words that hurt, right? you know? But they they might be the ones with the fixed mindset, not you, but they're leading you to limit yourself. Or maybe it's been you talking to yourself with that fixed mindset. Ooh, that's you have to explore these things and choose something different. Yeah, because of fear of feelings of rejection, because you didn't succeed right away, or trials you've been you've been going through for what you feel is way too long, or because somewhere along the way, this became your belief and your thought process. Yes, it's, it's, we, over and over again, we're just reiterating the mindset has so much power it does. because we make choices based on our mindset. So we just want to encourage you. And we hope this is speaking the very hope of God into you, that it's speaking life and breath into whatever your situation might be. You know, sometimes you might even be so desperate that you need CPR in order to revive what is happening. And guess what? God can do that. Don't give up. Right. He can bring your situation back to life. And he will. And he's going to work through your heart and your mind, your soul, your spirit, and your strength. All of you. He can bring your marriage back to Absolutely. life. Yeah. yeah go, and, and go and have a conversation with God. Are you believing any lies? Do you have false beliefs or a limited mindset that things will never change? Let God reveal these to you and start verbalizing a new mindset out loud in your head. Write it down. Confess it with your mouth. All of those so things, powerful, right? Over right? and over again. Repetition, 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 and immersion. We're going to be talking about the power of life and death that is in the words we say and confess with our mouth in a podcast very soon because we've really been digging into this because our words are a result of our mindset and our beliefs and it's what comes from the heart ultimately. So you're going to start beginning to see how all of these are interconnected and that's why God wants you to believe with all of you, with your heart, your soul, your mind, and your strength, your physical self, because they all work together to fulfill God's amazing plans for your life. Listen, you can't believe with your heart and then not believe with your mind or not confess with your mouth. Right. If you're confessing with your mouth something different, then what you say you believe, then there's a disconnect there that you need to work on, right? right? So that I don't remember where it is in the Bible, but it's that scripture, it says, from out of the mouth, the heart speaks. And our mindset really begins with what you have accepted and believe in your heart. Yeah, you consistently need reminders to check your beliefs. I know I do. Oh, I do too. Because <laughs> I remind myself of the wrong things right? too many times, right. right? So check your mindset. Reject lies and false beliefs because they are doing nothing but holding you back from who you were created to be and what you were, you were created to do and the abundant life that God has promised you through your relationship with him. He doesn't promise you you won't fail or have obstacles, right. right, or experience rejection. But he does promise that he will be with you wherever That's you right. go. That's right. He's the way. He is the truth. Mm -hmm. He is the life. Satan's a liar. And he's been lying to you long enough. And it's mm. time for you to tear up that document in your mind, the agreements that you've made, and that fixed mindset that says, I can't, or I'm not good enough, or nothing will ever change. I don't deserve it. Look, I think we all deal with this we sure in do. different ways maybe some of us more than others but but that's a bunch of bull and you need to reject it and replace it with the truth about who you really are that is not 
what God says about you. So begin to step into that growth mindset of realizing what God says about you and what he can do through you. Yeah, the fixed mindset begins to speak for you and you don't even realize it. It speaks words that are limited, uh, potentially destructive and powerful in a negative way and can keep you from God's best for you. God tells you to be transformed by the renewing of your mind your mind. Yeah, so God expects growth, right? right? He My expects mind. you yeah. to transform, to change, to grow, and you need a growth mindset in order to do that, in order to have the willingness to to do that. So Listen, be encouraged and empowered by God to make a move here and let a new mindset create new momentum for you. Get that snowball rolling down the hill for, you know, for your marriage to change, for your business, for your children. We need to do this in our everyday life for everything that we try to accomplish. You know, I liked what we said last week in last week's podcast is that it doesn't take both of you to do this. Right. Individually, we can move ahead with this, right? right? right. If if one of, if our partner's not ready, it doesn't matter. We can move ahead. We can start to change and, that. And what an incredible influence we can be when we when we're speaking a positive mindset, life. encouragement, and life into the situation. Right. Then it gives hope to the one who isn't quite there yet, That's believing right. those That's things. Right. Yeah. So listen, greatness is ahead of you. Reconciliation, restoration of your marriage, healing from addiction, incredible business success. Following through on your goals and great achievements are on the way because you belong to God and he created you to be strong and courageous in this epic and heroic journey. And he wants you to go for it. Yep. (laughs) He wants you to bring your natural to him so that you can experience his supernatural in only a way that he can do it. Absolutely. You know, if you are a believer... Christ lives in you. He is inviting you to join him into great works he has prepared in advance for you to do. Mm -hmm. So get in touch with that. Get your mind and your heart in sync with his. Remember, he lives in you. So last week, we talked about positioning yourself in the quiet to spend time praying and listening and strengthening your relationship with him and learning to hear his voice. This is so important. This takes time. Keep doing this over and over and over again. Yeah, we believe that God will impress upon you a new vision and a new growth mindset of transformation and possibility and hope. Here's a a few more uh, comments from the book Mindset by Carol Dweck that follows her examples of people achieving great things, and she emphasizes the importance of what belief will do. She says this, you can see how the belief that cherished qualities can be developed, create a passion for learning. It's a great thing when you can cherish the uniqueness of how God created you, the qualities, the personality, the design of who you are. Hey, she goes on to say this, why waste time proving over and over how great you are when you could be getting better? Oh, wow. Right? Right? (laughs) Why hide deficiencies instead of overcoming them? Why look for friends or partners who will just shore up your self-esteem instead of ones who will also challenge you to grow. Yeah, you know, sometimes it's really hard when you get challenged to grow. But if you have that mindset that I want to grow, exactly. I want to change, exactly. that's and what your coach does. When you got that heavy bench press, you don't want him to say, ah, you can't pick it up. That's right. You want him to be encouraging you. You got this. That's, you got that's this. That's right. And that's part of the growth mindset is that you're more accepting 
of what needs to grow and change. You're coachable, you're teachable. That is part of the growth mindset. So why seek out the tried and true instead of experiences that will stretch you? The passion for stretching yourself and sticking to it, even or especially when it's not going well, is the hallmark of the growth mindset. Oh, oh that is worth saying again. Yeah. Let's say that again. The passion for stretching yourself and sticking to it, even or especially when it's not going well, is the hallmark of the growth mindset. Yes, that is so huge. The passion for stretching yourself and sticking to it. So here's a little bit more of what Carol has to say um, in her book. And she's talking here about the growth mindset again. So she says, this is the mindset that allows people to thrive during some of the most challenging times in their lives. Think about that. Your mindset will help you thrive during trials and challenges that you're facing. So spend some time addressing this. Realize that God wants to address the condition of your heart and mind while you're going through these difficult things and perhaps your mindset could really be a benefit to you. So why not schedule a checkup with him? You know, the heart, schedule a checkup you gotta with God. schedule a checkup with God. The heart and mind are discussed in scripture over and over and over again for a good reason. You know, God knows that we need to have a strong mindset of belief and Amen. faith and trust in order to accomplish what he's called us to do and in order for you to be who he's called you to be. So I feel like sometimes I need to give my permission, myself permission to free myself from the four walls in my mind that keep me where I am. And so think about that for a minute. Is your mindset limiting you and keeping you in a cage or in a, in a, in a, in a walled-in area that you're just not able to escape from. But your growth mindset, paired with your faith in Christ, will be fruitful in your life. It's going to give you freedom mm. to take risks, right? right. <clears throat> and believe that God has more for you and that you're going to accomplish some great things through that. Carol Dweck in her book, Mindset, says that if you have a growth mindset, then you will believe you can develop yourself and you are open to the accurate information about your current abilities, even if it's unflattering. Like we said, God wants you to be aware of the condition of your heart and he will call you, he will call things to your attention for your benefit. Guilt and shame are not of God, but conviction and awareness that leads to transformation are right. of he God. He disciplines yes. those that he loves. He wants to bring things to your heart and mind so that you're aware of them in order to change them, in order to benefit from that change. Right. The author says the other thing exceptional people seem to have is a special talent for converting life setbacks into future successes. Oh. You know, you wonder how, how do people get through stuff and then achieve and then grow out of it? And it's that growth mindset. Right. You know, when you experience a setback or a trial or even a tragedy, tragedy, you know, we just need to plug into that growth mindset. Yeah, and sometimes I think it takes time. I think it's good to allow for the shock or the trauma or the, you know, yes. the, the grief, whatever's right. happening and processing that. But at some point, um, you want to gradually ask God to help you take mm. just the next steps forward Those to make some headway. So it's not going to happen in leaps and bounds. And depending upon what happened in your life, 
things can be, you know, very deep and very dark sometimes, but sometimes God is just calling you into that next step. I that next, next step, step of faith, right? Yeah. We don't have to go the whole way, just that next that step. That next step, that's right. And so Carol also describes a view from the two mindsets, and she gives this scenario. So listen to this and see if you might be able to recognize the mindset that you might be adopting. And so I'm going to pick up the book. I'm going to read just a little bit from the book uh, because I think this is, this is really helpful. I'll, I'll try to paraphrase it so it's not so long, but <clears throat> basically what she's doing is she wants to give you a better sense of how the two signs mindsets work but so she wants you to imagine as vividly as you can that you're a young adult and you're having a really bad day okay so it's she kind of seems to be she's a professor at a university and so she's kind of speaking to that college aged person but i think this can apply for all of us so she describes this scenario and then then she um then what she does is she has she has I guess identify two groups of students where some of the students she's found have a fixed mindset mm -hmm. and some of the students have a growth mindset. So she's giving examples of their point of view from this particular um, scenario that she plays out. So here's the scenario. One day you go to class that's really important to you and that you like a lot. The professor returns the midterm papers to the class. You got a C plus. You're very disappointed. That evening on the way back to your home, you find you've gotten a parking ticket. Being really frustrated, you call your best friend to share your experience, but you get sort of brushed off. What would you think? What would you feel? What would you do? Okay, so then she asked the people with the fixed mindset, and this is what some of their responses were. I'd feel like a reject. I'm a total failure. I'm an idiot. I'm a loser. I'd feel worthless and dumb. Everyone's better than me. I'm slime. So in other words, they'd see what happened as a direct measure of their competence and worth. Those events were tied to like their identity Powerful. and their value, yes. right? And so this is also what they would think about their lives. They would make responses like this. My life is pitiful. I have no life. Somebody upstairs doesn't like me. The world is out to get me. Someone is out to destroy me. Nobody loves me. Everybody hates me. Life is unfair and all efforts are useless. Life stinks. I'm stupid. Nothing good ever happens to me. I'm the most unlucky person on this earth. Now, you're starting to see the thread here, right? right? There is so much condemnation of yourself that can go on with the fixed mindset. So <clears throat> Carol is the professor, basically. She's saying like, excuse me, was there death and destruction or was it just a grade, a ticket and a bad phone call? Are these people, are they just people with low self-esteem or are they card carrying pessimists? And she said, no, when they aren't coping with failure, they feel just as worthy and optimistic and bright and attractive as people with the growth mindset. And so then she posed this question to the same group, people of fixed mindset, how would you cope? So what would you do about this scenario? And here's their responses. So these now are decisions that they would make based on their fixed mindset of what happened. I wouldn't bother to put so much time and effort into doing well in anything. In other words, don't let anyone measure you again. Here's another one. Do nothing. Stay in bed. Get drunk. Eat. Yell at someone if I get a chance to eat chocolate, listen to music and pout, go into my closet and sit there, <clears throat> pick a fight with somebody, cry, break something. What is there to do? 
So you see with the fixed mindset, the responses are very limiting. They're not moving forward. They're not trying again. They just feel like it is what it is. Right? And we can all relate to this. We can all relate right? to this. And that's what that's one of the reasons I wanted to, to speak about this and read this is because you can begin to hear yourself in maybe some of these responses right. so that you start hearing yourself in real life, in real time, and start catching yourself limiting your beliefs and your mindset and limiting the decisions that you might make. Right. Right. Okay. So she goes on to say, well, what is there to do? You know, when I wrote this vignette, I intentionally made the grade a C plus, not an F. It was a midterm rather than a final. It was a parking ticket, not a car wreck. They were sort of brushed off, not rejected outright. There was nothing catastrophic or irreversible that, that happened. Yet from this raw material, the fixed mindset created the feeling of utter failure and paralysis. thought that was interesting. The fixed mindset created. Mm. So if the fixed mindset can create, the growth mindset can create. Right. So she goes on and she says when she gives the, the, the growth mindset people the same scenario, here's where some of their responses. I need to try harder in class. Be more careful when parking the car and wonder if my friend had a bad day. Here's another one. The C-plus would tell me that I'd have to work a lot harder in the class, but I have the rest of the semester to pull up my grade. There were many, many more like this, but I think you get the idea. Now, how would they cope? Directly. I'd start thinking about studying harder or studying in a different way for my next test in that class. I'd pay the ticket. I'd work things out with my best friend the next time we speak. Here's another one. I'd look at what was wrong on my exam, resolve to do better, pay my parking ticket, call my friend to tell her I was upset the day before. Another one. I'd work hard on my next paper, speak to the teacher, be more careful where I parked, or contest the ticket and find out what's wrong with my friend. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to have one mindset or the other to be upset. That's what she's trying to explain. Look, right. these are normal things to be upset about. Who right. wouldn't be upset about a poor grade or if your friend kind of blows you off, right? No one was like excited about what happened. But the people with the growth mindset were not labeling themselves and throwing up their hands. Even though they felt distressed, they were ready to take the risks, confront the challenges, and keep working at them. Moving forward. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So, I mean, it's so huge. So you might be able to hear yourself and even change the way you're thinking about a situation or what you're verbalizing as beliefs about your situation. Yeah, our beliefs are so important because they lead us to develop our mindset. And our mindset, as we discussed, leads us to make choices and decisions which, which can dictate the course of our lives and our most important relationships. Christ encourages us over and over again that our beliefs and our faith will lead to his blessings. So spend some time in a quiet in quiet again and consider his sacrificial love for you. Spend some time thanking him and ask him to reveal any false beliefs or fix mindsets that can and step out into a growth mindset about yourself, about your spouse, and begin to see how this affects you and your relationships in a positive way. It will change the words that you speak out of your mouth, and that is so powerful. We are so excited for you and what this is going to bring into your life. Just write down on a post-it note, 
fixed or growth and stick it on your mirror, yeah, right? your fridge, your steering wheel, <laughs> and keep checking yourself as you start identifying what's going on with your thoughts and beliefs and your words. Yeah, I think it's Caroline Leaf that talks about once you start noticing something and acknowledge it, you, have you automatically take power over yes. it. Yes. Yes. So determine to meet with God in the quiet. Listen and allow him to reveal any false beliefs or limited thinking he may want you to address. Sonny just said that. I'm repeating it. It is so important. God's going to reveal some things that you may not even be aware of. So learn to reject these, these negative thoughts and, and this mindset and begin to take on a growth mindset and apply it to your situation and let God confidence rise mm, up in you and God let it confidence. move you into greater things. Isn't that, I, I love that. God, God confidence. confidence. Yes. It's not necessarily yours at first, but God has confidence mm. in you. And so ask God to give you a vision also of faith and belief in what this new mindset can do and what God is able to do through you, in you, and for you. Mm. So get a hold of that vision. Think different and then start in visualizing things different. So we're so grateful for each of you. And please know that we're praying for you. And we just hope this is speaking life into you. And and, and let the breath of God just start something new um, in each of you. In whatever situation you may be struggling with or your marriage relationship. No matter how bad things may look. Listen. God can see you through. And so invite others, invite mentors that are strong believers to come into your life, pray for you, and encourage you to take on a new mindset of what only God can do. Uh, for you. So we'd love to hear from you if you have any prayer requests or feedback about this. So email us at hello at 2b1life.com and we love to pray for you. So we're going to pray for you right now. We're going to close out right now. Father, we just take the time right now to just take a deep breath. And Lord, we're so grateful for how you created us. You've created each of us so uniquely with gifts and talents and strengths and with weaknesses. But Lord, we just ask that you would um, help us to come to you and thank you for how you created us. Because God, over the years, sometimes we get beaten down either by the limiting beliefs that others have, have spoken into our lives, by the, what Satan tries to tell us and what we repeat over and over again in our hearts and minds. But we're reminded, Lord, of your truth and your word. And the more we come to you and seek you and start investing your words of truth into our heart and mind, Lord God, we can begin to change our mindset. So, Lord, we ask that it would start right there. It would start with spending some time in the quiet with you. Lord, we ask that you would reveal to each listener out there that you want them to know that they are capable of doing great and wonderful things that no matter how difficult their situation may look right now lord that you can you can heal them you can you can um, come alongside them that you will be with them wherever they are they just need to bring it to you so lord we we ask you for that beautiful surrender where we come to you with an open heart and mind so that you can reveal to things to us things that we need to know we need to see lord help us to acknowledge these things help us to ask your forgiveness for them and then help us lord step into a mindset of growth so that we can come alongside you and do the great things that you've called us to do so that our marriages can be restored so that you we can be healed of addiction so that lord you can come into whatever situation is going on lord with that positive mindset with those words of faith lord give us a vision of faith give us words of faith give us the belief that that we can ask 
and we can ask you and you give us more than we ask or imagine. So Lord, we thank you for this time together. We thank you for each one of these listeners out here. Lord, we ask that you you would do the supernatural in their life, but that they would step out of the boat, that they would take the risks of believing that you have the supernatural in store for them. So we thank you. We praise you in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. Hey guys, thanks so much for joining us and we look forward to seeing you again very soon. Thanks so much for joining us today. If you enjoyed this podcast, we ask that you would leave a review. You don't need to write anything, just tap the stars. It'll help us reach other couples. If you don't already, please follow us on Instagram and Facebook at 2B1Life. It'd be a blessing to have you join our community as we walk in faith together through life in this epic and heroic journey. Thanks for listening.